True Crime Broads with Crystal and Renee. Hello, welcome to True Crime Broads. This is Crystal and Renee. And we want to thank you very much for joining us today. Today is an extremely special day. Renee, do you want to tell everybody what today is? Today is Missy's birthday. Um, We wanted to um, take the time on this podcast and just dedicate this whole entire conversation to her and her birthday and what she meant to everybody and how special she was. You know, just kind of um, take a step back from our normal um, trying to solve the murder you know, talking about the case, things like that. We just thought we would um, take a step back and just talk about her. Yes, for sure. And, you know, this is her birthday. It's her special day. I really didn't think that her fourth birthday after her murder, that we would still have an unsolved case on our hands, but that's where we are. So we really want to honor Missy. I know a lot of our podcasts are about the investigation, about how it's not moving as quickly as we would have hoped. And, Tonight, we're going to just take a break from all that and talk about Missy and, like Renee said, what she meant to people. And we have some quotes from people close to her and just some sort of anecdotes about her life. So, um, Renee, where did we want to start with this? Um, well, I guess we could start off with, um, I think we have a couple of messages from people. Yes. Uh, we posted, so, so we were talking about this, um, and um, I just decided out of the blue to just make a flyer so that people could share it and, um, you know, be reminded that today it would have been her 50th birthday, um, but, you know, she didn't make it that far because of some selfish, horrible deranged person so anyway i made the flyer so that we could share it on social media and so forth and um i forgot where i was going with this i'm sorry <laughs> it's okay we <laughs> had some quotes we had yeah, quotes. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry <laughs> Get myself okay. i got a little mad sorry <laughs> anyway so i uh we posted it you posted it on instagram i posted it on facebook and and so someone left a message and I think you have some. So I thought we would just read those and then maybe just talk about her. Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. So, um, so Laura, Laura Bateman, she messaged or commented on our post on Facebook. And um, I just asked if anybody wanted to share, you know, some kind words or a message for the family, you know, whatever, what kind of impact she had had on your life and so forth. And she, she shared a really nice message. So I'll just read it. She said, happy birthday to Missy Beavers in heaven. I pray for closure to this horrible crime. Many people have been touched by Missy. <clears throat> I did not know her personally, but I feel that I have always known Missy. All can agree Missy was a beautiful woman. She was also a daughter and a sister. Missy was a wonderful mother and wife. Any one of us could, ha- could fit into many of the titles associated with Missy. That's why this hits home to us. Missy was living her best life, doing a job she loved, raising her family, doing her, and just doing her days like each of us strive to do. Missy was an encouraging, positive, uplifting, dedicated lady, and these positive qualities are what we should all try to follow. I have made new friends through Missy. I don't know the correct way to describe, describe it, but I am here with my new friends, and we are here joined together because of one beautiful angel. Missy, happy heavenly birthday, Missy. You are missed. And let me just tell you, that, oh, is, that was really nice. That was, yeah, very sweet. And it was 100% true. I mean, a lot of us, I mean, me and you may have met, but probably not. We probably wouldn't have met if it wasn't for this unfortunate situation. In- yeah, even though we were practically living parallel lives, especially yeah. down in the southern suburbs there for many years. But for whatever and reason, we hadn't crossed paths yet until this. Yeah. So she's absolutely right in saying that a lot of people met through this, you know, through this unfortunate uh, murder and case. And, um, you know, a lot of people have come together and they, you know, 
I mean, yeah. and the part about her, um, you know, being an encourager, she mm-hmm. was so much an encourager. She encouraged me on a few things, and I just thought she was super sweet. And I know I've told the story before, but it's just a, I'll just tell it again. It's just a short, quick thing. But she was always so kind, and I would always um, say things like, Man, because you know, she was working out before she started the Camp Gladiator. Because me and her worked together in 2014, and and she would lift those bags of jeans. There was like 40, 50 pairs in a, in a bag, and we had like four bags. And she would pick them things up like they were nothing. And I always tell her, you don't have to do that. She goes, no, no, I'm going to help you. She would just lift that thing up, just put it in the car like it was nothing. And I would always say, man, you're so strong. You just make it look so easy. And she's like, oh, no, you know. She was always, you know, very humble. And um, and so, you know, I was like, man, I wish I could do that, you know. And she would always be like, well, you should join me on, you know, Thrive. I think she was doing that first. And I was like, well, you know, I don't know, because I'm kind of weird about taking supplements and stuff. And um, and then, you know, she would talk to me about working out and stuff. And she was just so kind. She was like, you know, she was just um, encouraging, you know, trying to make you feel like she had been in your shoes before and that you could do it, you know. And she was encouraging with the business that we worked in. And I mean, she, so this Laura was coming completely correct when she said that I just thought it was late right that is really awesome Missy touched so many lives while she was here on earth and you know you knew her personally you had met her several times but I never did meet her but she's touched my life you know and like I said you know you and like you said you and I probably would have never met if it weren't for her and I have enjoyed getting to know you and I think Missy would love that I said that on the first podcast and I think that so many of us have really enjoyed getting to know each other um, and come together through this common purpose of just wanting justice served for Missy and for her, her family. They deserve that. And yeah, we're not going to stop until it happens. I hope that we can at least just keep some attention on her case. I'm not saying we're going to solve this thing, but it'd be nice if we could. And at the minimum, I just really hope that we're helping keep her memory alive. Um, you know, I had had the privilege of talking to a really, really close friend of Missy's who was also her, her, her boss, so to speak at, um, Camp Gladiator, the person that trained her how to be successful as a Camp Gladiator trainer. And, um, this lady's name is Renee Jones. And, you know, you were telling me that you had made those posts to see if anyone wanted to say anything about Missy. And I said, oh yeah, I need to ask Renee Jones. And um, <clears throat> anyway, she she sent me back something in response um, that was just lovely. I'm going to go ahead and read it now. Um, Renee said, I've held my tongue on every blog, every YouTube video, and every Facebook post. Regardless of the gossip and rumors, she was a beautiful person that lived life out loud. Her legacy is not what the media has presented regarding quote-unquote rumored affairs. It's the lives that she impacted each and every day. It's the culture she created at her boot camps. It's the passion that drove her to be better every single day. Her heart to serve, her loyalty, and her love for her kids and her ability to make it all happen. A mom, a business owner, a wife, a leader, that's who she was. And that's who God created her to be. A lack of integrity did not cause her death. Her life was taken because another human being whom walks amongst us made the decision to take it. Any wrongdoings or ill choices she made or didn't make, none of it matters. She was living life with a purpose, and that's more than I can say for most people in the world. While most people wake up every day and follow their daily routine and repeat it day in and day out, not Missy. She knew her purpose, and she was all in, and she put all in in capital letters. I've said it before and I'll say it again. One of the things I learned two years ago, she did very well. Missy made space in her life for the things and people that mattered most. And that was what Renee had to say about her dear friend and colleague. And um, yeah, it, it has bothered, you know, Renee has been so forthcoming and so helpful and just sort of helping me understand sort of the way Camp Gladiator works and the type of person that Missy was really, you know, 
down deep inside, not just the superficial stuff that we hear. And, you know, she just said that um, Missy was a person of integrity and it just ripped up Renee Jones to hear, you know, Missy being talked about in the media. People want to talk about the affairs. It's salacious. You know, that's what the media wanted to spread around and it's just simply not fair and more than likely not even relevant to this case. So we don't know why some horrible person killed Missy, but for, for it to be framed that somehow Missy's responsible for it because of something like that is, is really sickening. And, and I know that must be incredibly difficult for her family and her really good friends to hear. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what mistake the person makes and everybody makes mistakes. Every single person on this earth has made mistakes, you know, either previously on a daily basis, you know, we, we make them constantly and that has no relevance on what, you know, she did that didn't, that was no reason to murder her. That's no excuse for someone to go, well, you know, that's, that's, she did this. So I'm, you know, going to kill her. That's, that's no reason. No. And I can tell you also, there's just some sort of built-in sexism there because let's say that a man was accused of similar things. I don't think we would be hearing about it as much. And I don't believe that anyone would be trying to imply that that's what got him killed. Um, exactly. So it's just been frustrating and disgusting and I hope it stops. I hate hearing it in the groups. I've the I only admin a couple of the groups, but the times that I've seen that stuff, I'll just say we are not going to victim shame in here. Okay. Just that's your first warning because we just don't do that here. But with all that being said, you know, Missy was a fantastic person. We've heard from many people. Do you have some more quotes, Renee, or did we say them all? No, I think that was it. That was the only ones I've seen. We did have a lot of shares on the post. Um, yes. And there were people that shared it and said things. Um, I did see where another person said something. I guess I can read it. Um, hang on. One second. I should have had it up, but I didn't think about it for now. No, it's okay. <laughs> While you're looking for that, I was going to commend you for reaching out to Crime Stoppers of Ellis County. They had a lot of shares, didn't they? Yes, there was. There's over 400 now. That's amazing. Thank you for reaching out to them. That was, that was awesome. I loved, I love hearing that, you know, a lot of people were seeing Missy on Facebook and Instagram today. That's awesome. Yeah, it really is. I was kind of surprised. I didn't know. Cause you know, sometimes it doesn't give you notification. It's on top of the look. Mm-hmm. Okay. I found the, the post and I won't tell who it is, but it just one of her friends said, it's my sweet friend's 50th birthday today. We should be planning a big celebration for you so hard to believe it's been four years since you were taken from us. I pray every day this evil person is caught. Instead of celebrating, we are sharing a post to help bring justice. And I thought that was really sad, but yeah, it really is. Um, so, um, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of people that shared it. A lot of people that, um, you know, posted it on their own Facebook page and then posted their own quote. So that just happened to be one that I seen, but I'm sure there's a lot of them, you know, people talking about it. There's, there's a lot of people saying, I can't believe that's not been solved. And we agree with you. We talk about that. We probably say that more than anything else, you know? Yeah, for real. I mean, that's where we're at and that's where we've been stuck. And, you know, and, you know, this is really interesting here and in, here locally. I live sort of on the Frisco Plano border. So in Plano, did you hear about a week or two ago, there was a jogger that was murdered on her morning jog. She was apparently a singer and just a, a mom, uh, by all accounts, just a great lady. She gets attacked and murdered while she was jogging. Did you hear about that? No, I did not hear about that. Oh, God. Yeah. And this is what's really crazy. I meant to send you the article and you know how it is. We always mean to send each other stuff, but we're out running around and going crazy, trying to work and take care of our kids. And I just totally forgot, but, um, I meant to send it to you cause it kind of struck a nerve. Once I sort of digested what happened to this poor woman and looked at her on Facebook and just felt so bad about all of that. It also kind of made me think of Missy's case. Um, 
what happened was they determined that she was attacked by someone. Now hers was, this one was random though, which I don't think Missy's was, but the part that reminded me of Missy was they just said it was a deranged person who really didn't have a motive. They were just saw her and went bananas and killed her. I think maybe, I mean, I'm just grasping at straws, but I'm thinking maybe the reason this hasn't been solved yet is because there's absolutely no logic to it. Maybe this was somebody on drugs. Maybe this was someone who really didn't even have a beef with Missy. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was completely in their mind, you know, maybe it wasn't anything you can point to like, yes, this person did this, you know, I think everyone's been expecting a clean motive here. Right. And it might just end up being a deranged person, you know, that Missy wasn't even all that aware of. That's yeah. Just... You, you hear about stories like that sometimes where the people were, you know, maybe like on drugs or, or whatever. Um, and they had a thought in their head and it was just something that they had concocted. And that's why they did what they did. And none of it was even true. You know, you hear about, um, people killing their parents you know well I thought that she was going to kick me out so I killed her you know something stupid it wasn't even going to happen I mean so yeah it's pretty amazing so I don't know that just crossed my mind that all of the thinking and all of the research and all of the speculating You know, it's possible. Um, I remember, I think I brought this up on a past podcast. I know you and I have discussed it privately is, you know, in the discussion groups, there was one for, her name escapes me, Jessica. Oh boy. I should have looked it up, but I didn't know I was going to bring it up until just now. And there was a young, a young lady that was killed and her car was set on fire. Jessica. Oh, I'm drawing a blank on her last name. Darn it. But in the discussion groups, it was like the Missy Beavers case. There was multiple groups. There was lots of research being done, just very intense. And then, um, and then it ended up being somebody that nobody in the groups had ever been heard of, you know, when the arrest came and the conviction. So I'm just saying Is it that Jessica Chambers. Yes, thank you, Jessica Chambers. So the point I'm making is that. Yeah, I mean, it it may just end up not making any sense at all. Like, I mean, th- obviously it's a senseless death. I don't care who killed Missy. It's totally senseless. I'm just saying, like, there may not be a logical connection here. You know, like, I've, I've kind of suspected that for a while now. I'm just starting to really think that must be it after over four years. I mean, what else could it be? I just, mm-hmm. I hope we find out. I do, too. I do, too. It's um, It's frustrating. But, you know, and there are times where we... Um, we struggled to find something to say because we, we hate to repeat ourselves constantly. And I think we've done a pretty good job of being creative on different podcasts, things to talk about. And um, so it just kind of worked out that we decided to do this one since it was her birthday and we were, we were going to do a podcast anyway. So we thought we would just dedicate it to her and, you know, talk about her, but yeah, it yeah. gets frustrating because everybody's looking for, you know, an answer. And like you said, there may not be one, there may not be an actual, I mean, Somebody killed her, but there may not be the reason that we think. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many cases that we've watched over the years. Sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, Scott Peterson, it was a husband. Or, you know, it kind of makes sense, even though it's a senseless killing. But sometimes the arrest is just like way out of left field crazy, you know, where that didn't even that connection didn't even make sense um, between the victim and the the murderer. And then. My sincere hope is that this case doesn't end up like the JonBenet Ramsey case or Natalie Holloway case, although I think everyone's pretty sure who killed her is just, you know, not been proven. But I just really don't want Missy's case to end up being one of those really big unsolved mysteries. Yeah, exactly. I really hope it gets solved. And that's one of the reasons that I just, I never really got into the John Monet Ramsey case. I think it was because it was a child and it really bothered me. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really, I mean, I've heard about it for years, but I've never really like researched it, researched it, but mm-hmm. and it never got solved and it just drives me nuts. So I just can't, I don't have enough room in my life for another case that I 
and I know really for real yeah so I just I I don't but I, I know what you're saying it's very frustrating oh, well you sure know what though I did think of something else to discuss because um I was a little worried that I was not thinking of anything right now but this is kind of big news um remember when you were saying we should try to find out how Randy Beavers was cleared because people oh, yeah. in the people in the discussion groups and the YouTube comments and the Dallas Morning News comments, wherever you can see comments, especially social media, people just are not satisfied. They blaming the father-in-law for this got to be really trendy at some point. And then most people walked away from it that were saying that early on. But we're kind of getting a new wave of people who are just coming to the case or really hadn't been following it that closely and they're popping kind of popping back up now so we're having like a whole new wave of randy beavers did it people and and you were smart when you came up with the idea that we should just go straight to the source and ask so we had it confirmed and i'm gonna pull it up right now and read it straight from the text um we had it confirmed how Randy Beavers was okay. Uh, law enforcement officers went to San Diego slash o- Oceanside, where Randy and his wife were staying. They were able to retrieve cell tower pings from his phone that placed him there. And they also interviewed folks that he was with late Sunday evening. <coughs> Excuse me, in California. So that, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, that was a fake check-in on Facebook. He wasn't really there. Apparently he was the phone pings and the interviews. He was at a campsite. So I'm sure there was quite a few people on either side of their trailer and probably, well, of course, when you go camping, you've got to check in and, you know, you have to pay your bill. It's not expensive to have a campsite, but you still have to pay something. Um, But yeah, so think though either though it's it's it can be costly they charge a lot for because my mother-in-law then had a one of those and i always get them confused so y'all don't laugh at me because i don't have one yet but <laughs> mm-hmm. we're not we're not to the age yet to get retired and start traveling all over but <laughs> um it's the one where um i guess the one where you drive it so what do they call that oh yeah a uh, motorhome you know used to i i always heard winnebago but i know they don't call them that i anymore, think that so. might be a i think that might be a brand it's name a brand. Okay, i think that's kind of like calling a tissue a kleenex maybe i don't know yeah, i might be wrong yeah. it probably is but when you know when i was younger it was always a winnebago but anyway right. maybe it's just a thing but yeah i mean it, it can be quite costly but yeah i'm sure he didn't just go up there and go here i'm gonna pay 20 bucks i mean they, it can be kind of costly because you have to pay like so much a day for electricity and then so much a day for your spot ah, you know okay so it's not as cheap as people think it, i mean i'm sure it used to be but i remember the last time my mother-in-law did it she was telling me it was like um like i don't know 25 dollars a day plus like 20 dollars for electricity so like almost 50 dollars a day mm-hmm. which i mean that adds up for somebody, yeah for somebody to just pretend like they're there i'm, I'm sure i mean it, and i hope that I hope that people are satisfied with that answer because, I mean, that is the truth. He right. was, I mean, if if they, if they were looking at him early on for whatever reason, because somebody thought that that looked like his walk, whatever, and they went and checked it out, there had it, it had to be satisfactory for them to stop check, you know, to stop mm-hmm. investigating him. Mm-hmm. And it just every single day we see a person going. I can tell you who did it. It was Randy Beavers. And I'm just, I have to just not say anything. I know. And it's getting harder and harder not to say anything as time wears on. And then having this sort of new batch of people saying it, it's like, wow, we've already like, (laughs) we already explained this to the other batches. Now we got a new batch. But (laughs) well, and you know, I think my, my pet peeve, as long as we're ranting about the people that think it's Randy is when people say my gut tells me it's the father-in-law and I just want to say your guts really don't matter here. We're trying to um, look at facts only. You know what I mean? What what about their gut tells them that's that's him? Because, (laughs) you know, I was, and I'm not claiming to be her best friend or anything because I wasn't, but you know, I've seen her 
two or three times a week for almost an entire year. Are you talking about Missy? Yeah, I went to her house, mm-hmm. seen her. I don't even have any kind of gut reaction that it would be the father-in-law. And I don't know if they're referring to the walk. That's not really a gut feeling. That's a visual mm-hmm. thing that you're thinking matches up there. And I mean, and Brandon already uh, st- stated that in, in on the HLN show, you were talking about that the other day, mm-hmm. how he stated that it was that, and I always forget the name of it. I have to look it up, but that um, the, condition that he yeah. has, what's it called? Hot, well, spondylosis yeah, or something. yeah. And basically as his treatment, um, they eventually just had to fuse his vertebrae together up in his neck. So he can't even move his neck like that. And like, in, right. like the perpetrator's doing in the video, especially that part where he jerks the perpetrator, he or she jerks their head back at the Dutch door. And Brandon said, there's no way he could do that. I mean, when you have your vertebrae fused, you're not doing those movements at all. Right. So, yeah, I don't know what it's going to take. I mean, and, and you know what, though? I'm afraid that some people that think it's the father-in-law or Brandon I mean, they will probably try and convict and put someone away that actually did do this murder and they'll still be saying it was, you know, the cops got it wrong. So we might just have to give up on this. But I did want to read. I did want to share that information that is from the source. Sorry, I just hiccuped. And uh, yeah, so. Yeah, because I wanted to know exactly how he was. And and everybody's going to go, nobody's been cleared. Well, okay, so they didn't word it that he was cleared, but he's no longer a POI. Yes. Well, not looking at him, and 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 the if I have the hiccups, we may have to start up again in a few minutes. But um, if (laughs) if (coughs) excuse me, if um, if there was anything suspicious that they found when they looked into him, I mean, there would be some sort of a search warrant going on by now. There would be the only search warrant they did on Randy was when the dry cleaner employee called the police when he brought in the shirt with the blood on it. And honestly, that's probably a surefire sign that you're innocent after a murder. If you take a bloody shirt into a dry cleaner, I mean, what guilty person would do that unless they were just taunting the police and trying to get caught? Yeah, that is. And that's another thing. Like so many people like ridiculed him for taking it in. Okay, fine. So maybe he shouldn't have taken the shirt in, but maybe they didn't bring many clothes. Maybe they were in such a yeah. hurry. Yeah. They didn't bring any clothes and they had to wash that. Or maybe that was their favorite shirt. I mean, who knows why they did it. I right. Mean, and they weren't, they don't live there. And if they lived there, that might've been more strange. But like you said, they might not have had that many clothes with them. They found out Missy was killed at the crack of dawn. And didn't they get there later that same day? Yeah. I yeah. think that's, and, I mean, I think it was like really quick. So Imagine the expense, too. We talked about that on the phone today. Think about how much that would cost back then. That was pre-COVID airfares to, to go from Southern California to, to go from the San Diego area to Dallas on a moment's notice. That's an expensive flight. So yep. yeah, they dropped it. They left all their camping stuff there. And they, you know, they left their, I don't know if they're in a trailer or a motorhome, whatever they're in, they left it there and flew home to be right. with the family. Yeah. They had to pay for all that, plus the fare, plus, you know, wherever they stayed. And mm-hmm. then that whole deal happened. I mean, I don't know. I I just didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I never, when it happened, I never was like, ooh. Like, I seriously was like, nobody is, I just don't think anybody's that dumb to murder somebody. And they go, oh, let me take the bloody shirt to the yes. dark cleaner. Like, right. I never for one second went, ooh, I bet he did it. I don't know. It was weird that so many people thought that. I was like really yeah it's it's just been such a popular theory and it's just kind of a mystery and i get it when people thought that at the very very beginning what i don't get it is people still thinking it now yeah and that's it i mean and i know sometimes people get upset whenever you you know don't think their theory is you know legit i mean you know you may have a total different reason for thinking that it's just we know that he is not a poi and hasn't been for a very very long time pretty much the entirety of the four years mm-hmm. that this case has been on and it just I don't know it just it makes me it makes me feel sad for him like if he you know was to see all of these comments like my gosh I would be like let me just set this record straight so I'm so glad and, and thank you for doing that that you could ask him and, and get that information so that we could 
say this is how he was able they're no longer looking at him as a suspect and haven't been since what 2016 oh yeah i mean i think that Um, i think in 2016 they really took everybody seriously um i mean they interviewed a lot of people and they took the tips seriously and um like they should have so and um randy was one of them and you know, you better believe that if Randy or Brandon, for that matter, were not where they said they were going to be, they would have put the heat on them. They, those guys would have lawyered up. You know, we've seen how many countless cases where it is the family member that killed the person. And they just don't act the way that Brandon and Randy do. They they hide. They stop talking. They get lawyers. And these guys have just been right out in the open, you know, and people didn't like the way they spoke in the media or their mannerisms weren't right or whatever. But the truth of the matter is, is there was enough people working this case besides if we have, even if people say, Oh, I don't have any faith in MPD, which I mean, I have faith in them and I know you do too. We've just griped about this case taking so long, but I have faith in them. And I also have faith in the FBI who was present early on they wouldn't have missed it if these guys weren't where they said they were. There's no way that they would have missed out on where they were. They know how to verify where someone is. Right. And that would have been known in the very beginning. Yes. Yeah. So I totally agree with you. And we would have been watching them get nervous. We would have been watching them lawyer up. We would have been watching, you know, people, reporters would have probably been chasing them out to their cars because it would have been interesting, but I guess this case so far hasn't been interesting enough for the media because no one's really been reporting on it um, all this time, which is what compelled us to start this podcast, really. Um, so we are hoping that the media will come around and they didn't do anything on her anniversary. We discussed that the four year anniversary. They didn't mention anything on her birthday today. We're just really hoping the media will become interested in this case again. We really need to hear it being reported on. We really need them to ask the questions that we can't ask because we don't have credentials, you know. Yeah, exactly. What else are we going to yep. What else are we going to do? Um, well, okay, so another thing that we wanted to talk about on this on this podcast and we and I'll explain why um we thought it would be um a good idea to kind of intertwine it in with this this particular podcast because this is about Missy. Missy was all about helping people, as we've said before. She was all about fitness. You know, she was all about helping people. And I just thought it would be perfect to do this. We we actually we didn't plan this podcast. We had actually planned to talk about what I'm fixing to talk about. And then I just thought that it would it would um work good together at the same time since it um goes with what Missy was, who she was, and what she was about. So recently, me and Crystal, and I say recently, we've been talking about this mm-hmm. for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that we have a lot of people that will um, have been through the same thing and have talked about the same thing and had the same issues that we have. But me and Crystal have been talking about doing weight loss. We have a few pounds that we'd like to lose. And I figured that it would be a good time, good a time as now as any, to kind of put together a, um, you know, some some sort of plan to to get on the bandwagon to lose weight. I mean, I, I don't know why we keep putting it off. I mean, it, it isn't like we sit around all day doing nothing. We have super busy lives. But, you know, we just decided that we owe it to ourselves to give it a shot and that we can work together and kind of motivate each other, you know, Hey, how's it going with that or whatever. So we decided that we are going to do a weight loss journey and we're going to share it with y'all. Um, and we'll, we'll talk about it on the podcast. We will make it super long. We'll just kind of update everybody, you know, ever so often how it's going. But um, so we decided we were going to do that. And I thought it would be nice to add it onto this one since that's what Missy was all about. She was all about fitness. She was all about helping other people. So we're going to encourage each other and work together and try to see if we can't figure out a way to, you know, to not figure out a way. We're going going to be successful at this. We're going to be successful at losing weight and we'll just have to motivate each other along the way. 
That's so, right. Good point. I did want to bring that up because I was going to ask if we could get some pointers from some of our listeners. You know, the times that yeah. I was the most successful at trimming, you know, my body down a little bit was when I would exercise. There's, I've never really had, they always say the diet is 80% and working out is 20%. That has not been the case for me. I think that working out gets my metabolism going and then I really don't have to really change what I eat that much. Maybe just look out for certain trouble things like don't drink Dr. Pepper, you know, don't eat a bunch of desserts, but I can pretty much go on business as usual with my food as long as I'm exercising. It really makes mm -hmm. a, my metabolism spike a lot. So anyway, I was just thinking that it would be nice if, if any of our listeners have had successful weight loss. Hey, this is really interesting. I'm trying to think of who it was. I think it was like one of my daughter's friends, moms, like someone I don't know that well, like my a school acquaintance, like not one of her good friends. Of course, I know those moms, but like more of an acquaintance. And she had lost a ton of weight. I mean, we were staying around talking. This is several years ago. And I asked her how she did it. She said the only thing she changed, okay, she didn't change anything else, is that she started getting kids meals instead of adult meals. So like if they would go to Freebirds or wherever they were eating, she would get a kid's meal every single time. And she said, I got used to it. I wasn't hungry. But she lost like 50 pounds doing that. And I just thought that was really cool. So basically, yeah, so basically it was portion control. Um, mm -hmm. So that's kind of neat. Um, but yeah, for me, it's always been exercise. And here's the thing. Here's my dilemma. My gym is requiring masks, which I'm, I'm mm -hmm. not an anti-masker. I wear a mask everywhere. However, I don't think I can exercise at a mask. I think I'm going to pass out. So I'm trying to figure out what to do. So I'm going to call my gym tomorrow. I keep putting this off because I get busy, but I'm going to call them tomorrow and just verify. Do you have to wear a mask everywhere? Because some of them you don't have to when you're exercising. You just wear it in and wear it out. But mm -hmm. I think that my gym, from everything I've heard from people who go there and what I've read, I've heard that, no, you have to wear a mask the entire time. So i got to check that out. And then I don't know how I'm going to handle it. I've got to get to the gym, though. I've got to exercise. That's that my body needs that. Right. It really does. I mean, I, I really don't have much, much, I don't have much of an excuse because one, I bought my husband one of those, um, I don't know what you call them, all in one gyms. <laughs> it's got mm -hmm. the, you know, the bars and it has all the weights in the center and it has like different things that you go around on each side of it. Mm -hmm. So I bought him one of those, first of all. So I have that. And then, um, and then I do travel um, two or three days out of the week and pretty much every hotel I stay in has an exercise room, if not, and, or a pool. Mm -hmm. So, um, I have that. So I, I really don't have much of an excuse now. Um, and then of course, you know, there's tons and tons of videos online that you can watch. So if maybe if until you find that, maybe you can find some stuff online, but you know, that do some like aerobics or, yeah, you know, yeah, I don't right. know what Shailene Johnson, I think it's Shailene Johnson. She has some really cool videos on YouTube for Turbo Jam. Mm -hmm. And I really like her videos. I used to do them a long time ago. Um, I really like those. And um, hers, those are good. And then, of course, there's lots of, um, what's the other thing that's so popular? I can't believe I actually remember tur Turbo Jam, but I can't remember this other one. What is the other popular workout that they have, like, in all the gyms? They usually have classes. I can't believe I can't think of it. Anyway, I'll think of it in a minute. But anyway, so they have a lot of those. So if you want to try those, they have lots of um, online ones that you can watch. But I, um, so I started, um, I've, I've kind of started incorporating a little few th things into my week. I've started walking. So I made a, um, a route, I guess you could say, from my house. 15 minutes and I had to go in a direction that the sun wasn't right in my face. <laughs> so anyway, I made a, a route and I went 15 minutes out and then I'd come back and that would be 30 minutes. So I've done that. I don't know, two or three times now. Well, I've done it twice at my house and I've done it at a hotel twice, different places. And then don't laugh. I bought me a bike. <laughs> Yay. No, you know what? That's awesome. Mike got me a bike for my birthday a couple years ago. I need to get my I'm, rear end up on it though. Yeah, that's great. But it's so this is so funny. Like, okay, so when you're younger, you know, you just get on your bike and you just go ride. And so I'm trying to get on this bike and like, I'm not tall. I'm five, two and a half. 
Okay. And so I could get on the bike and ride on the bike and ride it, but when I'm trying to get off, I'm like trying to get my feet on the ground before I fall over. And so it's it's gonna be an experience. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it I'm gonna get it all figured out. But anyway, I, I haven't even had a chance to ride it yet. I rode it one time down the street when I first got it. We had plans and we went somewhere, so I haven't really rode it since. But so another thing that works good for me is drinking more water. So what I did I don't know. It was probably about 10, 10 or 12 years ago. I um, went on a little um, thing to lose weight. And so what I did was I, cause I could never remember how many I drank. I was like, how many have I drank? And I'm not one of those to carry around a big, huge bottle because if water gets warm, I won't drink it. It has to be cold for me or I won't drink it unless I'm just really, really hot. And there's a, you know, bottle of water there, but you know what I'm saying? Those big, huge bottles that just doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. So what I did was I would buy a case of water and I would number them one through six. And cause it kind of just, it's like organized in my brain. So I would know that by the end of the day, I had to drink that sixth water. Okay. So mm-hmm. that's how I did it before. And drinking water would help me not eat as much. That would help. And, and then of course, like you said, portion control, so I heard somebody say this one time about eating on a smaller plate. And I thought, well, that's weird. You could just fill it up twice. <laughs> yeah. But it really does work though. If you just, so I would just get a smaller plate, put my food on it and then just be done, you know? So you're eating less because you have a smaller area well, to eat on. That's, that's really good because sometimes I'll eat. It depends on my mood. And there's another key word there is mood. You really shouldn't be (laughs) eating on emotions, right? You should be eating on hunger. But anyway, but sometimes depending on my mood, sometimes I'll eat until I'm like stuffed. You know that like Thanksgiving kind of eating where like you're not satisfied until you're practically in pain. Like sometimes I'll just (laughs) do that. And I'm like, why? You know, Um, I I totally get it. You're doing it. I think I I think what I do it is, um, from like I like the way this food tastes mm-hmm. so I want to eat more of it you know like for instance mm-hmm. cookies or something or a piece of cake mm-hmm. you know you're not hungry you're eating it because you like the way it tastes and it, you know, so it's satisfying in that right. way right I'm not necessarily totally I'm not necessarily like that with sweets but I am that way with um starchy foods like mashed potatoes spaghetti mm-hmm. like stuff like that tastes good to me heaven forbid breads you know um, hey, this is kind of funny. You know, we sometimes we have true crime stuff unfolding during our podcast. Remember the time you had to call the police on those people yeah. at the hotel? I just yeah. got a notification that my PayPal card was used um, oh, at Domino's. And so I texted downstairs and I said, Carter, are you at Domino's? Did you order Domino's? <laughs> no, no, your card's still in my wallet. So, my, so now I've got to figure out what happened and it's possible. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm just like, are you serious? So um, maybe it's like a late, I don't know why, but sometimes I get, you know, I'll look on my bank account and I'll see a charge for something from something from like two or three days ago. And I'm like, why is that just now being charged? Yeah, you know what? Food? The only thing that's comforting me is that we, I did let him get Domino's last night and it was delivered. So maybe it's from that, but it usually does. It's usually immediate, but this Oh was... yeah. You know what it is? Did you put a tip on there? Yeah. Okay. That's it. So uh-huh. when they, let's say it was 20 bucks and uh-huh. then you wrote the tip for $5. So it was $25. Uh-huh. So they told you the 20, and then whenever they have to put in the tip amount, they put the tip amount and then it changes it the next day to the 25. That's yes. Okay, thank you. Sorry for veering us totally off the topic, but that was, I was like, "Wow, that really sucks." I always hate to hear people getting hacked. You know, well, and so I was at, well, it's happened to me so many times. I was about to like have to stop the podcast so I could call Domino's when I close. So, <laughs> yeah, thank you totally. for solving that because yeah, it's eleven thirty at night, and you know they're gonna be closed probably at midnight. Oh, another time. Here's something that I learned, and this is a message to our listeners. Um, a warning, I should say, is if you have an account, I had one, a Domino's is actually the one it happened at, which is kind of why I was spooked. It happened to me at two places. One was the Great American Cookie and one was Domino's. Now, I'll order cookie cakes for special occasions, right? Like daughter's birthday, mm-hmm. what have you. 
And same with Domino's. I have an account where you log in, you put in your password, and then you can save methods of payment. And oh, yeah, yeah. what happened, and it's super convenient, right? Well, what happened was apparently some bad guy hacked in and there was a $29 charge we got. And now I know this is no chance it was me because it had been months and months since I'd used my Great American Cookie account for anything. And we got a $29 charge. So some fool got a cookie and used my account. And so, wow. yeah, I got the That's money. Crazy. I eventually, isn't that crazy? So I got the money back in our account. I had to call the bank and blah, 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 protest it. And then, so I obviously took our card out of that. I only use PayPal now on those accounts, but same with Domino's. Somebody ordered like $400 worth of pizzas and charged it to my account. So I had to cancel. Wow. Yeah. I had to cancel that card, blah, blah, blah. So now I'm just PayPal only. Cause at least with PayPal, you have to do another login and, um, you know, I guess it's much less likely to, I guess anyone could, I guess it could get hacked into your PayPal, of course, but at least if they hack into your, um, if they hack into your, whichever account it is, in my case, it was Domino's and Great American Cookie. When they log in there, then they immediately just have access to use your cards, at least with PayPal, which is what I did now, removed my cards from all my accounts. And now with PayPal, you have to do a separate login. So that's makes me feel a little bit safer, but isn't that annoying? So anyway, it really is. Yeah. yeah, totally. It's funny because you reminded me of a funny story. <laughs> We're talking um, about dominoes and cookies and losing weight at the I same know. time. <laughs> okay, go so, ahead. I know that that Missy is enjoying those from Evan. Yes, yes. She loves laughter, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's funny because okay, so I have this really bad habit of losing my debit card because <laughs> I'm really bad about like I'll take it out to use it for something, and instead of going back into my wallet, putting it back in the slot. I'll just stick it in my back pocket. And then I'm like, I'll put it up later. So back up to when we went on vacation to South Padre. So I took my debit card out because I didn't want to take my purse, obviously, and have to worry about it being taken. So I figured I'll just put it in my pocket. And then if we go out to the, you know, ocean or the water, or whatever, and leave our stuff at the, you know, at the beach, then um, it'll just be in the bag and nobody will notice it. Mm-hmm. So I took my driver's license and my debit card and out of my pocket, or I thought I did, and put them in the bag. And so we went out to the water. I didn't really get in, but just kind of went out there and, you know, got my feet wet. And so anyway, when we got ready to leave, because we rented the umbrellas and chairs, we got ready to leave. Um, I was frantically like, oh, my God, where's my debit card? I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, what did I do with it? I can't. And I knew I had it because I knew I was going to have to pay for the rentals and stuff. So I was like, what am I going to do? I've lost it. And it's, you know, what, what are you going to do? You're at the beach, like. I mean, if you were walking from where you parked your car to where you set up your, t- you know, the, t- the umbrella and stuff, there's no telling where it would be. And Keith looked down and moved his foot, and there it was, my driver's license and my debit card buried in the sand. I don't know how. He, yeah, it was crazy. I was like, wow. So I was like, so thankful. You know, I was like, wow, that was crazy. But anyway, so we got it back. So fast forward to yesterday. I think it was yesterday or the day before. So our granddaughter's here, one of them, and she's eight years old. So she wanted to go to the splash pad at the church. So I took her to the splash pad. So I'm sitting there at the table watching her play, you know, whatever. And um, so we get ready to leave. And she says, can we stop at McDonald's and get me a chicken nugget? So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, wait a minute, where's my debit card? I was like, oh, crap, it was in my back pocket. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I was like, what did I do with it? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. I've lost it. So I had to, I told her she had to wait a minute, turned my car around real quick, went back. And I was like, where is my debit card? <coughs> and when I was in the parking spot, cause I'm thinking in my mind that I set it on the table when I was sitting there watching her. And right when I pull in, I said, I think I see it on the ground. So I opened the car door and there it is on the ground. I guess it had fallen out of my pocket mm-hmm. and it was on the ground. I guess I rolled out, drove over it with my car. But anyway, I got the, the, the card back. So last night we were, me and her were talking and she said you're such a good mystery solver oh, <laughs> i started laughing i said i am why do you say that and she goes you found a debit card that is so <laughs> funny that's cute and i thought yeah you know that thing has been lost several times and miraculously i found it every time but anyway that's cool i just, I just telling that story because you were talking about you know thanks for solving that mystery <laughs> My granddaughter says it. 
I'm a good mystery solver. That's awesome. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so back to our uh, weight loss. So yeah, um, I'm, 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 I'm personally, for me, I'm going to commit to working out at least three days a week. I'm going to drink more water. And I'm going to try to do, have portion control, eat less, and exercise. And um, maybe eventually I'll make some specific goals. But, you know, because it's hard to, you know, if you don't have a plan, you're, how do they, how's it worded? If you don't have a plan, you're planning to fail or something. Yeah. <laughs> forget, the, forget the slogan. But anyway, mm-hmm. what about you? You know, same here. I need to work out. I need to get a plan. And I'm going to call tomorrow and find out about the gym. I'll be accountable. By the time we do our next podcast, I'll have answers on what LA Fitness is doing. They're nationwide and probably have a nationwide rule. So I'll share it with all you guys when I find out. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I need to exercise. And I've lost weight before exercising at home, just with things I remembered mm-hmm. from classes or videos. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I need to just get on the stick. I think it's just been hot. I've been full of excuses. I've been Mm -hmm. busy. I keep telling myself, oh, I run all day. I'm burning calories. I remember talking to my doctor about that a few years ago. I was like, I am so active. Like I am just running from morning, noon, and night. And, and, and you know what she said? She goes, that really doesn't count. She said, you have to go to the gym and work out, like do a class or do, and it's just weird how that doesn't count. I guess your body just gets used to it. I mean, I run up and down the stairs in our house. I don't know how many times a day, putting away laundry, doing this, doing that. Our master bedroom's upstairs. So, oh, girl, you could really have your own workout. I mean, I know you go up and down them, but you could actually have an actual workout just on the stairs. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. You know, and I'm, I'm glad you set that straight, but I used to use this uh, program or website or app, whatever you want to call it now. It wasn't an app back then, but it's called Fit Day. Mm-hmm. And you would log all of your, because, you know, people would, because I remember saying, well, I didn't really eat that much because it's not like I sit around eating cookies all day because I don't. Um, and so I couldn't figure out, you know, why. And I said, you would be surprised at the calories and how they, they, they stack up. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to log them. Well, you know, you forget about things like cheese and ketchup and, you know, mayonnaise and, you know, the things that you forget about that you add on to food. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, that's true. And then, of course, you're, you know, thinking you just ate one cheeseburger. But, you know, the, the bread is a lot. And so anyway, I was logging my food food into one of those. And I need to get myself back in the habit. Once I get myself in the habit of doing something, especially, you know, I think it's 21 days, three weeks to make a habit. Mm-hmm. It really is helpful because once you see yourself coming up on your calorie limit or whatever, you know, that you want to set yourself a goal, I guess. I don't know. It's really helpful. So I don't know if that's something that would interest you either, but Mm -hmm, I I used to be really good about it, but I just, I've tried to do it and I'll do it one time and I won't do it again for like a week or two. Mm -hmm. And then by then you're like defeated. You're like, well, I didn't even, you know, log everything. But anyway, it really does help to kind of let you know how much you're intaking and so forth. So. Right. I need to do something like that. I can't even talk myself into using the app for, you know, when you, when you drive and it keeps up with your gas mileage. I need that for work. Like tomorrow, tomorrow morning, I'm going to show houses in Anna, Melissa and Princeton. So I'm going to be all over the place. And if I were smart, I would enter my mileage instead of trying to guess it at the end of the year when it's taxed. (laughs) But, you know, I think, I think we're probably going to take depreciation on my car instead, which is pretty awesome that I don't have to keep up with miles. Um, I'm pretty sure that's how that works. Don't ask me for tax advice though, because I don't know, but I think (laughs) that's the case. But anyway, but yeah, I just, um, I've heard those apps work really well for those fitness apps where you, you know, you keep up with your calories that you burn and the ones that you take in and they really work for people. So I need to start using them. But like I was saying, the, the simplest one, I think, is the one for gas, for your miles, for your taxes. And I can't seem to do, even do that. So I'm not really sure what's wrong with my brain. So I'm, I think that we just get frantic and so busy during the day. Don't you agree that sometimes something like that just seems like too much extra, you know, to do? Yeah, yeah exactly. It It is. It is a lot. And it's it's kind of overwhelming at times, but I'm trying really hard to get my mind focused mm-hmm. um, to, I can do this. And it really helps. You gave me such a good motivational speech the other day. 
I felt so I was like I got to contribute to this in some way that was such a good you know speech and so I like sent you a picture of my glass of water (laughs) yeah too too bad that I didn't actually (laughs) heed my own advice but yeah yeah I know it was really good um there was this um this thing that uh Missy used to talk about with her her uh, campers it was uh, some type of exercise, and oh, it was called burpees. Yeah, burpees. Uh huh. Do you know what that is? I'm just curious because everybody was always like, "No burpees." Yeah, they're hard. I mean, I can picture her doing them in my mind because I've actually watched that video of her doing them a few times. Uh, let me see if I can um, explain it. Um, it's basically. I'm I'm actually watching a video so I can say what it is. You go down. It looks like you're doing a push-up. Basically, these people are just talking. They're not doing it yet. But as soon as they get into action, I'll describe what they're doing. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I think the lady's finally getting down. You're on your, you're in the push-up position. And then you stand up and you reach for the ceiling. Then you do the push-up position again. Then you stand up. Oh, my God. But I don't really feel like that's what Missy was doing. She was actually doing... Oh my, this lady is a Bowflex burpee for beginners, how to do a burpee. And she's doing the push-up position. Then she's jumping up in the air over and over. And she wasn't just standing up. She was actually leaping up. But Missy did even more complicated ones. She would do this like where she would stick her leg out on each side when she was down on the ground. I know this is all very exhausting. And um, I used to work out fairly often and I would do classes. And this even looks, you know, more intense than what I was doing at that time when I was in good shape but I really need to get back into exercising and like I told you during our motivational speech that day I feel better when I'm exercising obviously we look better our clothes fit better we feel better we have more energy we're more toned like why aren't we doing this for ourselves that doesn't even make sense that we're not doing it because it's good why are we putting oh my exactly. why are we procrastinating something that's that positive that's what's so shocking I don't get it. I don't either, but I am, it makes me mad at myself too. Whenever I don't, um, whenever I, you know, I get it in my head, like, okay, so there's this guy and his name is, um, oh man, I hate it when I do that. <laughs> I do it all the time. So bad about remembering people's names. Uh, you know, the, the one that's like make stuff happen. Remember me telling you about him? Yes. Oh my gosh, what is his name? He's so good at motivating, but he's like hardcore. He's like, what is your problem? Like, why are you just being lazy? Right. Your button. Right. I remember <laughs> that. But it really works. Though. It's, it's kind of like that. It's like, okay. You you know, you you said it exactly the way it needs to be said. Like, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. He's like, you wanna, if you want to make a change, the only person that can do it is you. And if you're not, the only person you have to blame is yourself. And I'm like, that's true. Yeah. And, you know? and, and it's funny because I, you and I, I think both were blessed with a really good metabolism when we were younger and mine seemed to really change after I had my first baby. That's when everything changed. And, and then, um, you know, it's just like trying to tell myself, Hey, you can't just eat like you can't eat with your 20, you know, 25 year old metabolism. <coughs> I used to just chug Dr. Peppers all day, all through my twenties right up until I had my first baby when I was 30, I would work all day and drink Dr. Peppers and eat pizza, go to bed, get up, do it all the next day. Nothing stuck to me. I was a size six when I was heavy and a size four when I was watching it. And now (laughs) let's just say I'm not a four or a six. So really want to get things back where they were. So we're going to have to exercise girly. That's all there is to it. Yep. Oh, his name is Sean Whalen. I, I remember that. It. Yeah, you sent it to me back yeah. then. Yeah, he's so great. He has this book, and um, and you know, we don't ever say bad words on our podcast, so it's make stuff happen. <laughs> stuff is a, another word, but mm-hmm. that's just the way he is. And I really like him because he's very motivational in a hardcore kind of way. Mm-hmm. Um, I first became interested in his, and I won't tell the story because. It's not what we're talking about. But anyway, I first became interested in in him and his, uh, he doesn't have a podcast. He had like YouTube videos and stuff Uh uh, because he 
was di- divorcing this woman. He was really upset with her, and they were just really horrible with each other. And he just figured it out. It's a long, drawn-out thing, but if anybody's ever heard of him before, he's he's really great. He's a very smart guy. He's very into fitness, um, and he's just he's he has like over five hundred fifty thousand followers. Like he's he's really great. But anyway, he's really good at motivating and talking about. Um, weight loss and stuff so he's just like it's real simple you lift heavy things and you eat less and you you, work, you know you exercise he just makes it so easy yeah, it's like, like hey hey idiot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just have he to actually do something yeah. yeah i love that yeah. yeah he's pretty great though but anyway so okay so we'll i'll motivate you you motivate me and you just keep telling me that same speech that you keep saying that one's great and then um I used to put a picture of myself when I was, you know, younger, like when you were talking about super skinny mm-hmm. <laughs> on the refrigerator. I'd look at it and go, man. Exactly. <laughs> right. I know. Yep. So, but anyway, I just figured it would be good to talk about it at this time because, you know, that was something that Missy was passionate about. And it's unfortunate we don't have her here to tell us how to do this. So we will just do it in her honor. That's right. That's a really good reason to do it too. Um, but yeah, we're getting older too. So health is another issue, you know? Yeah. It's going to get harder as we get older. So, you know, I'm sure everybody knows this, but for anybody who's, um, has listened to other, other, uh, episodes, me and Crystal are like one month apart. Yeah. So we're the same age. Oh and, my gosh. And we both have adult grown kids. And so we just, we just want to join the bandwagon and do some weight loss, some toning up, and you know, get fit again. Did you hear me say, "Oh my gosh"? I thought I thought I kicked my green tea over, but thank goodness it was it was baby powder. <laughs> I really was scared to look. Oh goodness! Unsweet green tea. Yeah, unsweet green tea. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, we were talking about the earlier sweet tea. Nope, unsweet tea. I'm really mad that <laughs> I'm, I'm really upset that the Taco Delight delicious um, peach mango tea that it has sugar in it. it. I mean, it's like a Slurpee. It's so, it's so sweet. It's like Bahama Buck sweet. So I always ask, I always get like half unsweet tea to make it not quite so bad. But honestly, I'm gonna have to do like an eighth, you know, of it, and then the rest yeah. of it. Brittany shared, uh, my daughter, she shared something interesting with me, though. She, um, her and the boyfriend went to, they took our granddaughter to get um, a snow cone earlier. And she knows I love to get a snow cone from there. As you know, I've posted about it several times. Uh-huh. I just, I can't, the line is always wrapped around the building. And I'm in the line waiting forever because I'm going to get a snow cone. <laughs> they're so great. See, look how determined we are to get snow cones. I, when know, we work out. <laughs> I do. I did do this though. I told her, I said, I don't want one. And she goes, Are you uh-huh. sure? I said, Yeah, I don't want one. I'm not going to get one. She goes, Are you sure? She goes, I said, No, I'm positive. I'm not going to get one. So she comes back and she says, Man, I felt bad. She goes, I almost got you one. They have this, and I don't know what she called it, light, light ice or something, uh-huh. but it's like a no sugar uh, snow cone. And uh-huh. um, so they have the peach and the strawberry that I love, and then they have the lemon. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> I would have liked to have tried that then because I wouldn't have felt, you know, I wouldn't have had to feel guilty. But anyway, it's okay. I'll try it another time. Right. But just a little motivation that we can have a few things that we like and just, yeah. you know. I want to do good when you tell me I can't have anything. Then I'll oh, have. I know. And I love how we're already, like, making exceptions before we even start. <laughs> and we can have something <laughs> occasionally. We can, we can still go to Mama Bucks. I can still have the sweet green tea, the sweet peach tea. Oh uh, yeah, we just have to we just have to find some strength for this. I think we're strong women. We are strong in other ways, but man, I'm very weak about in in recent couple years, really weak about working out and dieting and just that's been my weakness. So we need to motivate we need to motivate each other. Yes, and we need for people to help us. We need y'all um we need y'all's encouraging words, we need your advice. Um, anything you want to share for any of your successful stories of how you've lost weight, please share them because we, we need them. <laughs> I mean, that's for darn we sure. Just, we, yeah, we just want to tell them to look better and feel better about ourselves. Yes, yes, yes. 
Um, but anyway. Okay. Well, thanks for another good podcast, Renee. I appreciate you joining me. And I hope that our listeners enjoyed listening to anecdotes about Missy from her, from her close people who have been observing the case and just overall the feeling that people have about Missy is that she was a great person. And um, we're just praying and hoping every day that something happens that I just can't believe it's still such a mystery, you know, like we talked about the Susan Loper case a few episodes back and her family and friends all said, you really need to look at Terrence Black and, you know, Renee Jones, super close friend of Missy's and worked with her all the time. She has no idea who killed her. Missy's family, Missy's family has no idea who killed her. That's just mind boggling. That just makes me really think it's just some nutcase on the periphery of her life because any, I mean, how could nobody have any clue that's close, that's close to her? It's just, it's just, it's just horribly sad. So I'm praying that something's going to change that they're going to someone, if law enforcement doesn't already know, I hope something changes fast and they find out who did it. So that's, we're just going to end by saying thank you very much for joining us here at true crime broads. If anyone has any weight loss, pointers they want to share with us we would greatly appreciate it we'll give you a shout out on the next podcast so thanks to everyone i hope you have a great day good night Yeah.